We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So I like wake up in the morning and I'm like walking around the gap and I can't move my arms. Oh my God, there's nothing worse. It's They scary. say that's a good time to, I know this is awful, but they say that's a good time to have a wank because, <laughs> not that I do it at all, but they say that because it's like, it feels like it's someone else giving a chance. That was in the in-betweeners or something, wasn't it? No, that's what all the lads were doing when we were growing up. They'd be like, oh, you have to like sit on your arm until it goes dead and then give yourself a wank because it feels like you're getting off someone else. But that just takes way too long. Way too much effort in it as well. I wouldn't be endorsing it because when you break it down, it's probably not great to be cutting off the blood Health supply and safety, to your yeah. So just know that this isn't Don't like do it. us endorsing it, by the way. Hey, girlies. I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandman. Grandman. Woo! Okay. We have to address it. What? Are they girlies or mammies? Who's they, babe? The cat's mother. The fans. <laughs> People who listen to the podcast. Girlies. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're girlies. Yeah, but also mammies just works well, doesn't it? I know what you mean. We say girlies more. I know, but it's because when we were doing our live shows. Yeah. Remember I used to go, do we have any mammies in the building? Yeah. And then everyone would be like. And I'd be like, oh no, I mean like Oh yeah, it didn't really catch on the show. Yeah, it didn't really catch on, did it? I remember like one girl was like, Woo! She had a <laughs> child. No, like the thing is, you don't need to try and convince me. I love girlies, so I'm happy to go with girlies. Will we do an Instagram poll? Will we? Yeah, I think let's do a poll. Yeah, I think so. I just think Mammy's is a bit confusing. Mammy's is iconic, but also confusing. But then we also have a different set of problems if you go with girlies, because I don't want the lads to feel left out because like girlies is gender neutral in our heads but that's the thing I think yeah so we're reiterating that now like girlies is gender neutral whatever you identify as he she they yeah girlies is a collective term for all the girlies yeah (laughs) does that make sense yeah it's hard (laughs) it's hard to grasp but that's 
our collective term for all the girlies. Is it problematic? I don't want to be problematic at 27. I don't know. But like, you know, the way there's like a murder of pros, like someone who listens to our grandman podcast collectively is a girl, a group of girlies. I saw during the week that a group of Karens is called a privilege. (laughs) (laughs) And I was screaming, guys. (laughs) It's very funny, isn't it? A privilege of Karens. (laughs) It's so funny. Guys, I discovered also during the week, much to my horror, that... They're trying to make the male version of a Karen be called a Kevin and I'm traumatised over it. I've always loved my name and I don't want to not like my name. What do you mean trying, babe? It's happened. Like, there's a... Isn't there, like, an account for it? Yeah, there's, like, an Instagram account, but I don't think it's common knowledge. Okay. Good thing we're broadcasting it to the whole (laughs) nation. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe I should have left it. But I feel like it won't catch on. I feel like we should just call male Kevins Karen. Sook, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Is it? Karen's gender neutral. Karen's gender neutral as well Yeah God help actual Karen's though Yeah I know I have a cousin Karen Is she like a Karen though? No she's lovely Lesbian No she's not lesbian Surprising me Yeah like the rest of my family That's weird All Kevin's cousins are usually lesbian I have so many lesbian cousins Which I adore Like I love the LGBT We love the rainbow (laughs) (laughs) But like if there's ever a study done if, like, you're born gay or you're raised gay, do they need to use your family as yeah. the, the control? Yeah. <laughs> they need to test for the gay gene in my family because it's alive and well, girlies. I think in the labour ward, you just blare Madonna and then it just, you all get infected with the gay. That's chaotic. <laughs> I was meant to be going to my gay cousin's uh, wedding in Seville in September and I was so looking oh. forward to it, but now it's, it's been postponed to next year. Imagine a gorgy lesbian wedding in Seville. Oh my god, stunning. But you'll have it next year. Yeah, I will. I was just kind of... I just thought because it was September that maybe it might happen. And I was like, mm. oh my god. Like, because I have a lot of free time in quarantine. Like, I have a lot of time to be spending out in the garden. Have a nice time before Seville. Okay. And as well, like, it just sounds stunning to say I'm popping to Seville for a lesbian wedding. Like, I sound so cultured. You sound so cosmopolitan. I do be cosmo, you don't do. I? Very sex in the city. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it will, it will go ahead. I know. You'll get your day in the sun, girl. <laughs> Anyway, girlies, how have you been? How's everyone been? It's. I feel like the weeks are kind of like merging. I saw a tweet there uh, the other day and it was saying, it's the longest year ever, but it's flying by. That's it. And I got a talk in my heart because I thought, Jesus Christ, it's so accurate. It's so accurate. Also, I feel like your personality is Twitter. Like... <laughs> You always just talk about Twitter. Yeah, I feel like it's the only good social media. Do you have shares on Twitter? I wish I did. I feel like it'd be a good thing to invest in. That can be your first tattoo. Twitter bird. (laughs) That's disgusting. Yeah, but it is flying. It's weird. It's like flying but dragging. But dragging? How does that work though? I don't know. That's like a complete paradox, is it? Someone did suggest we should do a time travel episode. I love that. We should do that one week. We should do a time travel app. I love that I said paradox on the podcast. And last week I said antithesis. Oh my God, people are going to think I'm so fucking clever. What's your word of the week this week? Paradox. Paradox. Sorry, that's your word. <laughs> <laughs> What's your word of the week? Um, I don't know. Come on. I can't think of any word. Just say your words. It just could be anything. 
I literally can't think of any just words. Just say a word. Just please. Kevin, I can't think of one <laughs> word. Just say one word. But I can't think of a smart word. It doesn't have to be smart. It's just your word of the week. Yeah, words of the week are always smart. That's like why they're... No, not necessarily. And you say smart words sometimes. You're so rude. What? I always say <laughs> smart words. Okay. You can't say one uh... at the moment. <laughs> I love how you're looking around the room for inspiration. <laughs> French go- press. Me googling. Slow cooker. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to have one. Okay. Actually, my word of the week is tendonitis because sorry <laughs> now. I've been running, girlies, and my legs don't know what's going on. Like you've been running a fair bit. Well, apparently you have been. I haven't been awake at the time you've been running. So what do you mean, apparently? Well, like I've never seen you do the running. You have. I. Why would I? What? I'm going and watch you. No, when I come back, you're rolling out the bed. Oh no, that's not until twelve. <laughs> I, I used to do the runs before nine girls. I'm not rolling out of the bed at twelve, by the way. That's so. Uh, you kind of are. Anyway, so I'm doing this. Doing this. <laughs> Kevin's going to kill me. <laughs> I'm actually seething. <laughs> that's some mornings. Oh, anyway. Take that hoodie off. Oh, she has been running. Shut up. Oh I, my God. I needed some structure in my day, girls. So I started this new fitness program. And as a part of the workouts, he has me running. And you know, from a few eps back, I hate the running. So yeah. I, was, I was dreading being nominated to do a charity run. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're doing it of your own accord. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of learning to love it a bit now. So I, I ran 5k and now I'm up to 8k. <gasps> I've been doing the 8k runs. Um, but I just think it's so funny because when you're running at the start, everyone would just run past me. But then I started to get to know the other runners. Like we're like, yeah. I'm kind of in this weird cult now. We all know we all run. So I'm like, <laughs> I'd be running and past people. And at the start, they would just run past me. But now I'm getting the smug smile. So like, I, I love that for you. I love that I for love you. It. And they give me the kind of like, out again, like kind of like, fuck yeah. everyone, lazy bitches still in bed. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> and we just do the smug smile. But it's the smile is really smug. But I've noticed now, the more I run, if you don't look at their mouths when they smile and you look into their eyes, yeah, torture. We really? all actually hate it. Really? And we're trying to mask it with the smug smile. But in our eyes, we're like, we still hate it, but we have to get through the run. What's with the runners with all the bleeding nipples? What? That's one thing. Have you ever looked that up or Googled it? My nipples don't bleed when I run. I think it's more so people who are doing marathons and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm doing a fun run, so... But all whatever material they'd be wearing, it'd be um, tagging on their nipples. And they just... Like, if you ever Google, like, um, I don't know, runners bleeding nipples. What kind of shit are you into? No, but it was just something that I was, like, engrossed by because I was like, oh, would they not, like, cover their nipples or something? And also, that must be really painful. Yeah. But because there'd be, like, friction, I presume, between their nipples and the the materials of their tops, they'd get bleeding nipples from their runs. That's gammy. That's all. I just felt like, oh, that's lousy. Look at them running, but then they're hurting their... There's surely a form of tape for that. That's what I was thinking. Or they could just get, like, tit tape. That used to happen to me when I danced, though. If I was ever doing, like, dance intensives, my nipples would be killing me. Really? Yeah. I remember I was doing partner work with a girl before, right? And whatever way she came down, she pulled off my nipple piercing. And I thought... I thought it was the end of the world. I thought I just said, you know what? I've had a good run at it thus far. But life, that's it for me. Because honestly, I saw the gates of heaven. Do your family know you have a nipple piercing? Um, well, they do now. <laughs> they do now. And also, 
Like, I'm in lockdown. I'm not, by the time I see them in two yeah. months, they'll be after forgetting. I'm sure it won't be on the front of their minds, will it? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Even though there's no shame in having nipple piercing, at the same time, it, I think it is a bit sexy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Babe, you think I'm into pure kinky shit? Babe, you just need to embrace the nipple piercing. Yeah. No, I do love it for myself. Like, I love it for me. Surely your family know you're a slut already. <laughs> 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 yeah but girls my legs are killing me but I am learning to enjoy it so yeah. I just think I have the wrong shoes you do need to invest in good footwear if you're doing the running like I would just love if some sports friend was listening to this and then just found out I was running off the cuff and just gifted me some shoes that'd be great wouldn't it now I'm not doing any running but I too would love a pair of shoes from a sports friend so if you are listening sports friends runners <laughs> or trainers as they call them over here yeah. That was one thing I found it really hard to adjust to when English people call runners trainers yeah. or when they don't understand you when you say runners. You know what I mean? I love runners though. I love runners as well. I, I refuse to say runners because like that's when I know I'm like losing my Irishness. Yeah. Maybe I need to say runners more. I still say runners but I think I adapt to different like social crowds, settings. Yeah, you same. know what I mean? And different crowds. I'm really happy for you finding the running though. I don't mind the running. I think I've said it before, but like I don't like to run a particular distance. I didn't find the running, babe. He's making me do it. <laughs> but you do. You know what? And you seem to be more positive, like in the last few weeks. <laughs> what do, do you mean? Since you started the, since you found like a routine, and since you found a schedule, I do think it's helping me because I get bored on a treadmill, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, because we're running outside, I'm loving it. But like if I was, that's why I think I hated it before. Because like running on a treadmill, I always just felt like a hamster. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I always I felt know. like I always thought like imagine like aliens looking down on us and see loads of us just running on the yeah. wheels like a hamster. Yeah. Whereas outside, I always pretend like I'm running like like a distance to something. To something or to someone. Yeah. I love that for you. I need to stop saying that, do I? If you say that one more time to me today. But girlies, we do have to issue a public apology for being such bad gays. Bad gays. Bad gays. Well, it wasn't our fault because the song came out the Friday. Yeah. And we were after recording already. Yeah. So we couldn't talk about it last week. But honestly, I feel like our lives have changed for the better since Friday, haven't they really? I feel like I've been reborn. Yeah, and I just knew that Lady Gaga was gonna sort us out she's really given me that like final bit of motivation that i needed to like push me through to see to the end of quarantine i never thought i would stand a weather warning so hard <laughs> let's just get into the theme. let's just introduce it the theme for this week is fandoms alexa play rain on me by lady gaga and ariana grande oh She's literally like, again, you faggot? She's like, are you serious? <laughs> she, she hates me. I've been listening to it non-stop. I turned it off. Our neighbours are snapping. Literally being like... Our neighbours are like, are they fucking serious? Show me a real good time. Susan, the gays are at it again. <laughs> I just fucking love it. I love it. Click. Click. Pause. Change position. Water like misery Sway Take it low <laughs> Take it low You're on the floor now Finish it off Pulse Rain on me Rain motions from the sky Yeah rain motions I do love the choreography Shake the shoulders 
Close it off. Close it off. Ready. Stop. Oh, jump. Jumps. We need to get up and dance. Oh, you just go to a club. Turn it off. I said it as my lens in the morning, which I think is a bad oh, idea. Because I don't want to start hating it. I think we need to cut it though. I know we need Before to. Ariana comes in. Yeah, but that's the second verse. I do think we need to do. Oh my god, I actually can't stop. Kevin, we can't have the whole episode. Alexa, stop. Kevin's literally dancing all over the house. My heart beats so fast when I hear the song. We're such basic gays for loving it so much, but, but I do love it. I don't think it's being basic, because I actually think it's like... Cultural reset. I didn't want to say it, but you said it, a cultural reset. It's so fucking good, and Gag has given us what we want. It's just everything I needed during choir. Exactly. And the only thing is, like, I do feel like... It's making me realise again, I know I'm getting emotional, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am. I don't think I am, I don't think it's that deep. But it is making me, <laughs> it's making me realise how much I'm missing dancing in the gay clubs. <laughs> I, I think... can't believe you hit your Kevin's itchy. His eyes are watering. Babe, it's just a pop song. I know, but you know what? I think for the gays as well, like, like iconic gay bops like that are mean so much more yeah. than just music that you're dancing to yeah and like the whole um association of a song like this and listening to it in a gay club which is like our oasis you know what i mean <laughs> i'm getting way too deep am i it's way too early on in the after we getting deep over fandoms i know we did a mental health app last week babe <laughs> but we don't have to be deep all the time i know but honestly it's oh I, I love think it's it. brilliant. I have been listening to it non-stop. But like Ariana Grande could shit in her hands and clap and I'd love it. Yeah, we would love anything she like touched yeah, off. Like I love her. Yeah, I love Ariana Grande too. I love them both equally in this. Oh yeah, obviously, but like I never thought I'd be that gay. Who you know, there's always gays who like stand an artist so hard and yeah. like, I never I I was always like, I'm never gonna be that gay. Yeah. Like, but I'm that gay. I feel like I'm not obsessed with it, any artist in particular but I suppose if I was to pick one it would probably be Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande but that's oh. two yeah, but, <laughs> do you know what I mean I think I am like in terms of music like I would be very like upset if either of them stopped releasing music yeah do you know what I mean and as well I think we mentioned before we're not huge on concerts I would love oh that's a one Gaga concert I would go to or an Ariana concert I'd love it so that inspired this week's team, girlies. Yeah. Um, cause everyone's going ape shit about it. Me and Kevin are going ape shit about it. It got us talking about like how crazy people go for other people, like yeah, celebrities. Yeah, crazy. From celebrities to influencers to like just well-known people you knew growing up. There's like clusters of fans that just start loving people. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I suppose you can't really explain it because like different artists and you know. Different people mean something different to everyone. You know what mm. I mean? It's kind of hard to put your finger on it. Like, why do we, and especially the gays, obsess over Lady Gaga? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so Is there any like, male gay? I can't. Um, Jake Shears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. I Jake do Shears. love Jake Shears, but like, I wouldn't be putting him up there with yeah, Madonna. I know. Yeah. Uh, I do love him though. Who else would there be? Jake Shears. Who else? The thing is, I suppose, even though it is becoming more common, I suppose the reason female like pop artists like resonate with the gays so much is because it's like female empowerment. Do you know what I mean? And mm. also like 
that aspect of femininity that we were like shamed for for going yeah. up whereas like they're just like living it you know what mm-hmm. I mean and it's like actually we aspire to be like as powerful as that whilst being as feminine as that you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean and that's why I love Lady Gaga because remember she came in with that like iconic quote before when she was she was asking an interview they were like oh a lot of your um, song lyrics are quite like um, suggestive and kind of like hint to you like riding around a lot and stuff like that and she was like yeah and I'm called a whore for it but she's like if a male pop star was to get up and start singing about having sex you'd say he's a fucking rock star yeah and she's like so I'm a fucking rock star basically and you're just frightened by how powerful I am I was like fuck me do you know what I mean (laughs) I love her do you remember the first time like you like listened to Lady Gaga or the first time you heard the fame and like what you felt is that a bit much that's a bit much but where were you when you heard the fame (laughs) No, basically, I just remember everyone waffling on about this one who had a thunderbolt on her face. And I was like, they thought she was being pure alt with the thunderbolt on her face. Yeah. Me thinking she's outside Paul Street Tesco. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a supermarket back in Cork that's all like the alt kids hanging around. The alt kids, yeah. I say they'd all just be vaping outside it these days. I I suppose there'd be no one outside it these days. No, socially distancing. Yeah, hopefully they're not. But I'd be skitting at her. She was rocking up with the thunderbolt. She was like a David Bowie trip. Was, <laughs> was it a nod to David Bowie? Because I think she actually credits him as one of her inspos in the early days. I'm skitting at David Bowie tribute, she was. Maybe it was, though. Was it? What was she saying? <laughs> Nobody knows. But oh my god, I remember she played at the marquee before people really even knew her. Tickets, I remember, were 30 euro, right? What? 30 euro to go see Lady Gag at the marquee. Who did you say the other day as a pure marquee act and I broke down laughing? Oh God, who was it? Jason Derulo. Pure live at the marquee, <laughs> isn't he? The marquee, for people who don't know, is like a small venue. Is it a small venue? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like a, mar- a marquee is a thing in every... It's universal. Oh, is it? It's like an outdoor tent, right? Yeah. That basically they set up in Cork down the showgrounds for like live music acts. Well, I did go see Snoop Dogg there, like. Did you? Yeah. I don't know why though. <laughs> I saw Jesse J there before as well. Oh really? Yeah. But I remember I didn't have tickets for Lady Gaga at the time. I just didn't get tickets. I think I might have maybe discovered her afterwards. You know yeah. what I mean? But I remember the day came round and I was inconsolable that I didn't have a ticket right. And I was like, I'm going to have to get my mum to drop me down to like outside the marquee. Like, you know, because you can still hear it yeah. from outside. Because I was up in such a heap. And my mum was like, she couldn't or whatever. And I remember being like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm like missing out on this. Like imagine this person you're obsessed with being so close to where you are. Yeah. But you can't do anything about it because you don't have a ticket. So I was like, oh my God. And I remember just that day because I had nothing else to think about. Just thinking about her loads and like searching everything about her. And what I did was I saw what tattoo she's had. This is kind of chaotic. And this makes me think that I'm I never a, knew you were a crazy stalker. I wasn't really, but this was just one day that I remember significantly that I definitely went a bit AWOL. Yeah, completely. But anyway, she has like a piece tattoo on her wrist. Yeah. And then I got a biro and started like copying her tattoos onto my body. And I remember just like listening. What? Yeah, and I just stayed in my room and listened to her songs for the night. What? That's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, but like... I was young. And I remember as well, there was a guy that I was kind of half obsessed with. But like... um, You didn't know he was gay. Didn't know he was gay. Didn't think he was gay either. Then I find out 
he was going to the monster ball. Confirmed gay. So I was like, oh, well, he's definitely gay. Yeah, it's weird because, like, I would never have said that I was a huge Lady Gaga stan. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've loved everything she's done. And I remember when people were kind of, like, shitting on Joanne, I was like, no, actually, it's a really important album as well. Like, I love Joanne. Do you know what I mean? I loved Joanne. I thought Joanne was so good. It's about, and it's lousy as well because it was about her dead nan and everyone was like, worst album ever! <laughs> yeah, I know! And we're like, it's about her dead nan. Her dead nan was. who had lupus. Yeah. Bless her. Who? She had lupus, I think. Oh. That's so lousy. I can't deal with lupus. Also, she had a song, what, what, what album is Mary Jane Holland on? Mary Jane Holland is practically my nan's name. My nan's name is like Margaret Holland. Oh my god. And that's why I think as well I have this kind of connection with Lady Gaga. Because her, her and your nan collabed on a song. <laughs> well, kind of. I just think it's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were you saying anyway? Sorry. Anyway, so what I was saying, again, back to I never would have thought I was huge Lady Gaga stan. Yeah. But also looking back, like that concert thing in writing tattoos on my body, that's kind of chaotic. <laughs> but also we had this box under our bed that we used to like store shit in. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe you had a memory box. Not a memory box. It was actually just a load of stupid stuff. Like, there might have been copy books, like Action Man, like things that you don't want to part with. Just things under your your face. From your past, yeah, but it wasn't a memory box. Actually, it was a memory (laughs) box. I don't think it was that, because I probably wouldn't be too bothered if they were thrown out. (laughs) But it was definitely a memory box. Okay, Mr. Clever. Be honest. (laughs) Okay, it was a memory box, but I remember I got a marker one day, actually, so chaotic. But I just started writing a load of Lady Gaga lyrics on the box. What? Really weird. And I pure tried to make the font pure cool. Like it was definitely bubble writing. And I thought I was the coolest person ever. And I do like quotation marks. Like sorry, but that's the gayest thing I've ever done. And I've I done some gay never shit. never knew you were such a stud. What the heck? Neither did I. But was your brother not like, what are you doing? You, let's have some fun. This beat that, is sick. Uh, I want to take a ride on your disco stick. Oh my God, because like, Robert's still in that room. Robert, and I think the box is still there. If you pull out the box from underneath the bed, Robert, the lyrics are still on that box. And we need a pic, sorry. Send us a pic and we'll put it up on the gram on the story. Isn't that cray? I love it. I can't believe I say cray. So cray, babe. <laughs> so, prompted by a post that our friend Owen Perez had up on his Instagram during the week. Who everyone needs to follow because he's fucking hilarious. Follow Owen Perez on Instagram because your life will improve dramatically. (laughs) Honestly. And some of the shit he comes out with, I'm like, this is so niche, right? And so, like, specific. And he's just, like, thought about I love the way his mind works. I loved the other day when he put up a story going, um, Maybelle's most underwhelming performances. Top five. How funny is that? So like, funny. how do you think of that? Right. Okay, so I found out the names of a load of different fandoms. I love it. I'm going to call out the artist or the thing because not all of them are artists. So am I going to guess their fandom and then you're going to tell me? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll play a game. Okay. Well, we could have mentioned him as a gay icon earlier. What are Adam Lambert fans called? Also, Adam Lambert is kind of fucking incredible. I can't think of any of his songs though, can you? No. I he no, just, he just screams. No, he's a fabulous. He's voice. unreal, but it's very like screamy. Cause that's his kind of thing. He's I love a bit the rock aesthetic. and roll. Okay, Adam Lambert, and I included this because I love the name of the fans. The Lamberts. 
Close, the Glamberts. Oh, that's iconic, I isn't it? I love the Glamberts. I love the Glamberts. Give me more. Ariana Grande, you'll probably know this. The Grandinators or something. Ariana Graders. Arianators. Ariane. Which I think is shocking. We could do better. I'm one of them, but like. Okay. We should be called the Ponytails. Ponytails? I love the Ponytails. Ari, you're welcome. On Ponytails, what do you think is the name for the fans of My Little Pony? I know how I came up with this. Obviously, it was like a Wikipedia search. So, I do know how I came up with it. The show. Um, yeah. Well, it says, colon, friendship is magic. So, maybe it's a series, yeah. Is My Little Pony a musical artist as well? No, they're not all musical artists. Some of them are just things. Okay, or like, like celebs. Or yeah, yeah, franchises. Um, I don't know if the equestrian hates. Because like equestrian studies. You don't have to explain what equestrian is to me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry. Um, the Pegasisters. I love the Pegasisters. Very gay, isn't it? I presume there's a character called Pegasus in the show. Yeah, or they just wanted to do like a pure glam gay title. Pure glam gay title. Oh, you were a fan of Christina growing up. Christina Aguilera fans. And it's relating to an album. Genie in a Bottle. Well, it would just be Genies in that case, wouldn't it? Fighters. Oh. Was there an album called Fighter? No, that's a song. So, so that's a song. Sorry, I might have put you off. Make me that much smarter. Azealia Banks fans, what are they called? The chaotic troop of fucking crazy people. <laughs> Actually, glows. What? The Cunt Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice. They are. Remember when she called their lingus um, hostess ugly? It's the most chaotic thing. And as well, she was coming to a concert in Ireland. In Ireland. And everyone just hated her. We were like, why are you calling them ugly? That's kind of lousy, isn't it? What she said, she said something like, all Irish people are ugly or all something. All Irish women are ugly, she said. And they're stunning. So also, they have like a reputation as being the most beautiful in the world, don't they? You always say that about Irish. You also say that we have the sexiest accent in the world. Yeah, because I'm very just, patriotic. Yeah, but I think you just make up these studies. <laughs> Who funded that study? <laughs> okay, Benedict Cumberbatch. I heard this before when he was on Graham Norton, actually. Benedict Cumberbatch. What are the name of his fans? The Batch Loves. <laughs> I actually kind of love that. That's a good one. They're called the Cumber Bitches. They're not. You're making these all. They're not called the Cumber Bitches. They're called the Cumber Bitches. Benedict Cumberbatch's fans are not called the Cumber Bitches. They are. I say they're actually. (laughs) You're making this all. Babe, it says on Wikipedia, so it has to be true. You're editing the Wikipedia ones. Oh, one person who I believe did edit the Wikipedia page for this because I feel like. Does he have a fan group of his own? Was where is he? Louis? Is it Louis or Louis? Louis Tomlinson? Who's the fan from One Direction? Is it Louis? I don't know who you're on about, babe. One Direction. I know who the band are. Louis? Is it Louis or Louis? How do I know that? I only know Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that Patrick fella that Kevin keeps talking about? <laughs> He looks like someone from One Direction. He looks like Niall Horn. They're actually the bull. They're the bull of Honestly. And as well, I've never seen both of them in the same room at the same time. So, so, so how do we know? It's not him. <laughs> but anyway, Lou, I think it's Louis Tomlinson. But his fans are called the Louis. That's so underwhelming. And I definitely Louis. feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like he edited the page. Also, it's because he's his only fan because no one knows him. 
That makes sense. That yeah. actually sounds plausible. Okay, this is one that Owen had included on his oh, yeah. Instagram feed, so you know the answer. But Kelly Rowland fans, if you want to guess at home, have a second. They're called the Rolling Stones. No, I just think that's iconic. <laughs> I think that's my favourite out of all them. The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. I love it. Like, Beyonce's fans are called the Beehive, but like, Kelly wins in this instance. The Rolling Stones. What's Michelle's she? fans called? Uh, the Prayer Group. Oh, she's very holy, isn't she? Yeah, she's pure holy, pure moth energy. The Shells? Shellies. <laughs> They stop kissing. Oh, she should. It's kind of limited that Beyonce and Kelly have their names and then they don't have Michelle. I don't like all that Michelle hates. But Michelle does have fans, we just don't know the name of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't they on this Wikipedia page? I'm saying. You know what I mean? Maybe I skipped over it myself and maybe it's my wrong. <laughs> okay, this is kind of hilarious and I can't imagine it being accurate for the fan base, but okay. Connor Maynard fans. Oh my god, remember I was in his music video? Yeah, but it didn't make it to air or something, or they changed it. Yeah, that was the rudest thing ever, lads. So I shot this music video of Conor Maynard, me buzzing, being like, yeah. oh, sick, in another music video. <laughs> flick, flick, wink, wink. <laughs> um, shoots it anyway, me waiting a few months, because obviously they take a few months to come out. I like see that it's on YouTube going, oh my god, unreal. Yeah. Me watching it in the toilet and work, because I worked as like a waiter at the time. I thought we were in Welcome Mamas. Oh no, that was when... Oh sorry, I'm just giving feeding to ego there. That was when the other one came out. That was, an, that was Calvin. That was Calvin That was Girlies. Calvin Harris, girlies. <laughs> no, but we were, I was in work. I got rented to the toilet, buzzing, being like, oh, can't wait to see like, if I'm in it like featured or whatever. Me watching it. Oh, that set doesn't look the way it looked on the Familiar. day. Oh, but like Connor wasn't even there. Oh, he's there. What? They reshot the whole video. That's crazy. That's mad, isn't it? Like, we spent, like, a full day shoot, like, they, they've shot the whole video, and then they obviously were editing it and goes, nah. Nah, he's shocking in us. And just reshot the whole <laughs> thing. And you know what? That happened to me again. Really? And with Conor Maynard again? What? With Conor Maynard. <laughs> with Conor Maynard? <laughs> with Conor Maynard? No, with another video, I went and done a full day shoot, and then me waiting a few months. Well, they didn't bring on a different one, they just goes, it was too arts. <laughs> that to you and I've been looking for a moment because you always do it to me you always do this okay. more to me okay I can't you do I can't. you're just rattling off your CV I can't get out sorry that's so funny <laughs> and I say it was so funny when it's me who did it anyway, anyway. back to Conor Maynard whoever I don't think I'd recognise Conor Maynard if he walked past me on the street who is he he just looks like every young fella from Cork <laughs> is he from Cork no he just looks like a pure scrawny Irish fella oh anyway they're called the maniacs and I can't imagine his fans being maniacs no you know what I mean um James McAvoy who's that Inside I'm Dancing Scottish no. actor no X-Men mm-hmm. what else did he do who's he playing X-Men uh, the younger fella in the wheelchair before he was in the wheelchair Professor mm. X I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Inside I'm Dancing, did you not do that for the comparative study for the Leaving Cert? We did our Leaving Cert about a million years ago. <laughs> I don't remember anything. You actually don't. <laughs> what did you do for the comparative study? I don't even I don't even remember there was a comparative study. Oh, did you do what did you do higher English? Yeah. Mm. 
What do you mean? Mm. How could you not remember the comparative? Because you got to like watch a video for a new Because we did it about 20 years ago. Stop getting so angry at me. No, but like it's weird how much you remember. Did you peak in secondary or something? Definitely. <laughs> I definitely did. And that's actually really hit me hard. Imagine it's so if you accurate. couldn't sit the leave and sort. You know what, lads? I think, like, if I was this year's leave and sort and I couldn't sit the leave and sort. I'd actually be like... That was your Olympics, like... It was. And you know what I mean? You'd have been taking that away from me. I would have been buzzing. You'd have been buzzing. Actually, I think I might have would have been buzzing. Um, Ellie Goulding... What's it? Ellie Goulding? Is it Goulding? Yeah, Ellie Goulding? One makes it sound very Irish. Goulding is very Irish, I feel. Ellie Goulding. Goulding. Her fans? Yeah. There's none. Goldiggers. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is there any... Put your hands up if you're an Ellie Goulding fan. Mm, I don't know. Actually, I did like... That's Lilo and Stitch. It's actually really good Stitch impression. But that's how she sounds like in that She song. doesn't sound like Stitch. Uh, Jennifer Aniston? Hint. From Friends. From Friends. It uses the latter half of her name. The Anastans. That's good. It should be the Anastans. But it's the Fanistins. Nah. No, I prefer Anastan, so maybe we might tweet her. Petition to change Fanistans to Anastans. Jennifer, if you're listening, I hope we have your seal of approval. And I loved your hair when everyone copied you. <laughs> okay, last one. Kelly Clarkson fans. Who? Kelly Clarkson fans. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Kelly? Since you've been gone, Kelly. Since you've been gone. American Idol, Kelly. I can breathe for the first time. Kelly of the Kelly Show, Kelly. <laughs> she has her own show. The Clarkson show. And she'd just be singing in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I do think Kelly Clarkson would be a scream to have round. I think Kelly Clarkson's a scream. What do we think our fans are called? Um, patient. Because like, she'd never bring up music, is she? Like, what are they fanning over? <laughs> I'm gonna lose the rag. <laughs> fans listening but like, I don't mind her either I think she's good and I'm complimenting them saying you're very patient because she's not bringing out an album ever again because she's she's children and she's you're spitting all over your laptop um, actually shit you know what I mean but she's a lot going on yeah fans are too demanding you know what I mean anyway they're called the celebrities <laughs> anyway that's it that's the end of my list I love it okay so I think we just need to make a call on it girlies are mammies no, let's do the poll. Let's have the because okay. I think I think the whole purpose of these fandoms is that the fandoms decide it. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And pick whatever you want. If you want to be a mammy, you want to be a girly. We're just grateful to have the fans, to be honest. Yeah, we're grateful to have. We're to grateful make the that decision. you just fucking listen to us. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Anyway. Like apart from Lady Gaga, were you obsessed with anything else when you were younger? Um, like singers? Or like anything. Like, do you know the way when I was growing up, I was obsessed with the series Skins. Really? I didn't watch any other girlies loving Skins, I used to be obsessed. Like I wanted to be them. I think it was one of those shows that I wasn't allowed to watch. Were we the... It was very chaotic. Yeah, we were a bit young when it came out, were we? Yeah, I think we were a bit young. And also, like, when you watch it, you know, your mum and dad be up to you being like, oh, this show's going to be a bad influence on yeah. your children. That was such a bad influence. It purely made really? you want to go out and party and drink and have a laugh. They were always having cigarettes as well. Yeah, they were always doing loads of drugs, babe. <gasps> and they were like, it was, I, I might rewatch it, actually. Why was it so good? It was just like... Oh, it's hard to describe. They were just like these wild teenagers in angst. And you were like living vicariously through them kind of situation. Yeah. And I was weak for the gay one, Maxi. He was a right. And then I used to be so obsessed with him that in one episode he sleeps naked, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's really cool and I'm obsessed with him. I should start sleeping naked as well. But it was my first time trying to do it. Like, so I was sleeping pyjamas, like, in my comfort. Yeah. Very uncomfortable the first night sleeping naked, me, up to 91st in case my mum came in in the morning and my black duvet wasn't on me. <laughs> yeah, but see, I couldn't do it because I had a bunk bed, so like, imagine me waking up in morning wood. <laughs> Robert would have like, died a day. You'd be like a tent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, get a wink of sleep. In I, the nape. But, and, but I was so stubborn, I was like, no, if I want to be cool like Maxie and Skins, I'm going to have to sleep naked. I know what you mean. I think there is something kind of cool about it. I don't know how it comes up in conversation, but when some people just go, oh yeah, I sleep naked, I'm always like, they give no fucks. That's kind of cool. I sleep, now, not saying I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) For the record. But I do sleep in the nape. All the time. Um, At winter, I probably would wear socks and a tee, maybe. And no underwear? No, I can't wear underwear at the night. At all? No. Would your ties not be sticking together? Pure clammy energy. But they'd be even more clammy with another layer, wouldn't they? No. I don't know, sometimes I'm in the mood for my comfies, and sometimes I do sleep naked still, but I have to tuck the duvet in between my legs. I love putting the duvet in between my legs. Anyway, yeah, I was obsessed with skins. TV programme-wise, I was big on Pokemon. I think I've spoken about Pokemon before. Who wasn't, though? I used to have, though, um, a Pokemon table. What do you mean? It sounds so weird, but we had like a little table in our room and I used to do it like um, anytime I got like anything that was like Pokemon related, like I had a Pikachu teddy um, I might have other things maybe that I got in a Happy Meal now or something or like, you know, like a Pokeball or I remember I had a Pokedex. Um, I put them on the, t- the table and I'd have them all displayed so it was like a shrine to I Pokemon. was just about to say it was a fucking altar. Yeah, a Pokemon shrine kind of situation. And I remember then one time, my brother was mad into Pokemon as well. And I, one day, had taken his Pokemon cards, brought them into school. Yeah. Anyway, it was up in a heap because some lad had stolen them. And I think I knew who had stolen them, but I couldn't say it. Or the teacher couldn't say it because she was like, we can't just accuse them. My mum came into school and was like, this person's after taking the cards. And the teacher was like, we can't, you know, do anything because we don't know it to be them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kevin just has a suspicion. Well, I was like, it's more than a suspicion if I had a shiny fucking nine tails one day and then mm. I don't have it. And then this fella had him by the end of the day. So then my mum at the end of the day when we were leaving because she came at the end of the school day yeah. when we were leaving then she stopped him on the way out the gates and was like, you have Kevin's Pokemon cards so you're going to give him back. <laughs> I love your mum And then she had to give him back. 
Yeah. But did he buckle under the pressure? Yeah, yeah, he gave him this. She was like, she's like, did you take them from Kevin? And he was like, no, no, these are mine. She's like, where did you get them? It was Bjork quizzing them. And I was like, yes. Your mum grabbing him by the scruff, pinning him against the wall. <laughs> turning him upside down and shaking him until nine tails falls out. <laughs> Match my man. I love no, it. No, but in fairness, like sometimes you do have to take the law into your own hands. Now, if your mum was angry at me, I'd be fucking terrified. Terrified. I would know what she'd do. Terrified. <laughs> You would be terrified. I love you though, Phil. Salt of the earth, but terrifying. I'm thinking, is there anything else I was obsessed with? The on Pokemon. Yeah. It was a very confusing time in my life because, like, I used to love them and I thought they were so cute. But when Squirtle became Blastoise, I got weirdly aroused. <laughs> like, lads. I kind of know what you mean. Blastoise was a zaddy. I kind of know what you mean. And as well, when um, Charmander became Charizard and started being all, like, angry and a bit of a rebel. Yeah, I kind of pure muscle daddy Yeah, as I well. wanted to change him. And I, I thought I, I could get with him and change him and make him good. That's so... Ch- I kind of know what you mean about the sexual attraction to them. It was so weird. That's so weird. Poor Pikachu then couldn't have offered all. Oh, yeah. He got, well, he, he technically could to Raichu, but he didn't. I suppose it's probably more so from the creator's perspective. They were like, oh, Pikachu is synonymous now with Ash. I know, but like, wouldn't you think he'd evolve? <laughs> what else are you obsessed with? What else was I obsessed with? This is going to be V-niche. Okay. So, Eurovision obs, because I'm gay, right? Yeah, but I wasn't, so... But you weren't, I'm but the also... exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Which I never understood that saying, by the way. I, this is the first time I'm hearing it, I just went with it. <laughs> I thought you would say it wrong. What is it? Do you know when people say, oh, but that's the exception that proves the rule? I still, what does that even fucking mean? That's another paradox. Is it? I've never heard that. It's the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Anyway, on Eurovision, I was obviously obsessed with Eurovision. I remember like all the Saturday nights because my nan was always minus on a Saturday night, so I'd always watch him with my nan. Oh, that's why you're obsessed with it. So I used to love it in that sense, but... As a subset of Eurovision, basically, if any of my Eglantine girlies are listening, they used to have something every year that they used to call Schoolovision. So it's based loosely around the same concept of Eurovision, only obviously it was only the school allowed to take part. It wasn't Europe. What's Eglantine mean? Eglantine, sorry, for those who aren't aware. Is <laughs> the very niche group listening <laughs> who aren't aware. Is the name of a girls' school in um, Cork that my sister went to. It's a primary school, right? And they had the school of vision, but I remember school of vision, school of vision. But for me, it was like the World Cup because it was more accessible to me than like Eurovision because I couldn't obviously go to see Eurovision, whereas my mum used to get me out of school to go to see my sister's school of vision. And I remember thinking, how the heck? Don't we have it in our school? And I tried to get a petition going in St. Anthony <laughs> to start School of Vision. But I remember my sister, the first year she was in it, they were in the Hip Hop Honeys. I right? love the Hip Hop Honeys. The Hip Hop Honeys is a skit and they were the furthest thing from hip hop. They were going around with rice in a Pringles tin for like, you know, a bit of percussion. It was I a love it. And it's so chaotic in that, how many years ago was that? But I still remember the full song. I'll just give you a blast of the chorus, which was this hip hop just keeps on going, pop, pop. Just keeps on getting hot, hot. Just keeps on going on and on, on and on. But on that, there was another two bands that year. And there was a fierce rivalry between them, right? <gasps> or at least there was in my head. I didn't go to school, so I don't okay. actually know. They were the Fab Five. Okay. Who sang, um, 
listen to the sound. It was stunning. And they had Jane O'Regan, who I knew as one of the musical theatre girlies of the time. Okay. Who used to, you know, she used to do the panto circuit. What kind of genre were they? Um, it was very, like, I want to say electro-pop. <laughs> but it was like, listen to the sound. Take a good look around. Anyway, Babe, you sing that sometimes when you're making a cup of tea. I actually do. I bought the CD like when it finished because I was so obsessed with it. But anyway, they were up against... I can't remember the name of this group. But they actually ended up winning it because they had like um, Spanish in the song. So it was like, Señor, come dance with me, Señor. Come dance with me, Señor, Señor. They just said Señor. Yeah, they were just Señor. <laughs> it wasn't groundbreaking, but it was at the time, if you know what I mean. But I remember... Did it inspire Alejandro? It could have done. I remember I was, oh my God, I was obsessed. And then I was like, just, I really wanted to be in it. And I remember then the next year when my sister was in fifth or sixth, I remember like wanting to be involved in the songwriting Aww. process because I knew what could win it. And as well, there wasn't much choreography. And I was like, I feel like with choreography, we could elevate it to that next level. I really wanted her to win. Did she win? They didn't win. I think they placed with the Hip Hop Honeys. I can't remember what she did the next year. I think they got into the lives. It was Honeys with a Z. I mean, if it wasn't, then I'm so disappointed. Sarah or any of the other hip-hop honeys, can you confirm whether it was Honeys with a Z? I think Sarah could have went in solo. I feel like you're right. Sarah, I think the honeys held you back, babe. So yeah, that was a weird obsession. I love it. Have you anything else like that that wasn't like a person or a show? Any foods? I feel like you're obsessed with foods. No... There was <laughs> That's the rudest thing you've ever said to me. I was as well. If I'd asked my if you asked my mum though, she would say I was addicted to chicken nuggets. Chicken like, nuggets. From the age I think of like four to definitely the age of seven, all I had to eat every day was chicken nuggets. That's a lot of processed nugs, isn't Not it? A pro- that's a lot of nugs. <laughs> a lot of people would be scared. Um Nugs. I love Milky Way crispy rolls. Oh yeah Do you remember Milky Way crispy rolls They hit different to normal Milky Way But they don't make them anymore do they I don't think so I Do you remember do Mars dairy. Delight What Remember Mars had a Mars bar Which is amazing But then like They brought it with the Mars Delight Why did that disappear Because I loved the Mars Delights what, what differentiated it from the normal Mars product They were Again they were like um, There was a crisp layer Oh. So they were almost like a crossover between a crispy roll and I want to say a Kinder Bueno energy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised they're not still around. Oh, he's just like a caramel freddo. Really? Mm. Oh. Simpler times. Simpler times, wasn't it really? And you're going around these days with your Godiva 90%. Well, that's because it's dairy free, babe. It was far from Godiva 90%, you were reared. I do think I have delusions of grandeur when I would put the Godiva. Yeah. So obviously people go crazy for like big celebrities mm-hmm. now like I don't know Michael J- I don't know I'm thinking Michael Jackson <laughs> May he rest May he rest in peace The jury's out on that and we're not going to say any more <laughs> um, But like because of social media now like there's like huge fandoms obviously for like I want to say like not regular people like influencers and stuff Yeah know? yeah 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 yeah. What do you think of that? Um, it's weird isn't it? It's kind of a weird concept to get behind because it's like I suppose some influencers are kind of famous for doing nothing. You know what I mean? I know. I only like... I, d- I just think the term influencer is weird anyway. Yeah. Because I'm like... I, j- I would just follow someone who like has does a good skill. Yeah. Or it's funny. Or it's funny. Like those types of influencers I can get behind. Yeah. Now, another realm of influencer 
that I never really realised I was that into till recently. And I got very overexcited to find out she was pregnant. Do you remember Camilla from Love Island? She might have been on it two years ago. She was kind of the posh one. But she was... She wrecked my head. No, she was lovely. You're on about the wrong one. Camilla. Okay, calm down. (laughs) Calm down. Calm down. No, do you remember Camilla? And she ended up getting with Jamie, who was the model. And he was handsome. Yeah, and she was always talking like this. And she (laughs) after this, I'm going to save all the children. But that's the thing. They used their platform. Instead of bringing out like a teeth whitening kid or whatever, they went and did all this humanitarian work. but that didn't make her less boring, babe. She's not boring. She's very normal. And that's what I like stand about her like yeah. and as well I just love I love I think he's so fucking hot. They took a pic recently and they were like, Oh my god, first baby bump photos but uh. it was her standing behind him and sticking out his bellies to make him look like he was pregnant and it was the hottest fucking thing I've ever fucking seen. Like all I could think about was like I don't know I was gonna say baby in his belly, but it wasn't that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He just looks so fucking hot. Sorry, excuse me. Are friend. you obsessed with him or her, babe? Both of them, I think they're brilliant. <laughs> But it was only when I saw the photo and I was like, they've gone like full tier. They've gone the whole way. And one of the reasons why I really latched onto them, I think was one, because she was overlooked in the series by the other fellas, you know, because she wasn't like yeah, the rest of the yeah. girls, um, air quotation marks. But wasn't there one fella left her and she was all heartbroken? That's, yeah, he, one fella did the dirt in her and she was heartbroken. So it was so lovely to see like... Jamie going in and then him being like in my opinion I think he was like the hottest that year this is a after son babe can we move on <laughs> I'm sorry anyway I remember on their final date Jesus Christ I'm getting emotional thinking about it now they had a <laughs> you're very emotional today I'm very emotional you're today. actually you're always watering. I think it's because I did yoga on the roof and there was a load of backbends in it today um, but they did <laughs> I'm not emotional. It's when you're saying it then I no, feel like I have to be. I don't want to cry about it because it's not worth crying about. Okay. But they'd a string calm down. <laughs> they'd a string quartet to Africa by Toto on like the edge of a cliff. That doesn't sound very romantic. They were up a mountain somewhere. And I just remember it was stunning the instrumental version. It was <laughs> and I was just so happy for her. Anyway, what were we on about again? Influencers. Influencers. I thought you were gonna go into um your new obsession with ASMR influencers who to be doing the mukbangs. Yeah, but I don't know any of them by name. You just know them by sound. <laughs> I've been getting into an awful hole of watching. It's, it's just lockdown, isn't it? You just find yourself finding the most ridiculous things. I just be skitting at the one who'd be lifting up the crab claw and she'd be like, oh, oh, It's oh. all there. And she'd be sucking the crab meat out of it. Like, I hate it in a sense, but I also love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't stop watching it. But I don't know why. I kind of hate it. And as well, I think some of it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like from an environmental perspective and they're eating huge burgers yeah. and huge, you know, lobsters and shit. We need to do an ASMR and be like... Mukbang. No more like... Skinny bang. Oh my God. I'm weak. What else can we say? You can... Allergic. You can do like... <laughs> Go laugh, you know. I don't think that can be ASMR. Oh no, can't. Goodness. You blow the air off someone. <laughs> what other words? Girlies. Sending me. <laughs> Alexa. Play. Insert song here. <laughs> Your teeth smell gorgeous. 
you got this babe <laughs> we should just do like like self-affirming ASMR <gasps> Paul Mescal. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Paul Mescal. yeah I had yeah. to say it that's your one Paul Mescal. oh Paul yeah I've done my Paul Mescal bit you wasted on the ASMR no, section no I actually I actually I'm happy with where I inserted okay fine no uh, pun intended wink <laughs> is there any influencers you love not really, that's the thing. I It's weird for me though, because I don't, I learned this a long time ago and I think it's like the best skill to have whereas I don't try not to put people on pedestals. Yeah. So like, I think just because someone has like a big following or even if someone's like a proper celebrity, like it's like Lady Gaga status, mm-hmm. I, I think they're amazing and I'm like, I want to support them, but I try not to put them on a pedestal because like, why should someone be above you? You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Just because someone can sing, like, doesn't mean they can be above you. Or like, just because someone has a million followers, I would never meet them and try and think of myself as below them. Yeah. It's so- definitely something you have to train, right? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it's easier said than done. I remember I went to see Guys and Dolls and at the time, Rebel Wilson was performing it in London. I went to see it by myself one day after college. Oh. And, um... No but- friends. Um, no. <laughs> it was easier. You get cheaper seats if you go by yourself. There's a top tip, and I like going to the theater by myself. Yeah, no, we'll do you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, afterwards, like there was a huge like um, move to the stage door to try and get like pickies, pickies with her. And I remember because I was by myself and I just walked around. And I was like, oh, will I get a pick? And then I did, but I was like, what the heck? And then like I took a first pick with her and she yeah. was lovely or whatever she's like oh whatever and she was yeah. saying hi to all the fans and then I got like a selfie and it was kind of shaky and she's like oh do you want to get that again because it was like kind of smudge yeah. and I just went no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and like only half my face is in it but it wasn't that like I was like I don't know I was yeah. just kind of I just felt a bit weird because I was like what am I even going to do with this pick yeah I never I'm just never really into it like it's just I just think like because before I used to be like, when I first started dancing, yeah. I'd like go to like take a class with a choreographer, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, this is a choreographer. They're teaching the class. They're amazing. Like, and I would feel like I need to impress them. Yeah. But then I, I'd re- like, over the years I was like, they're just people. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I putting them being like, they're up here and they're I amazing. I get you. Yeah. I had, to, I had to then be like, I don't have to impress them. Yeah. I just need to do my best. Yeah, exactly. So I think that stops me as well from being like starstruck. So like if I see a celebrity, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like having a panic attack. Like would you? I don't know. I like I can't say unless I've met them. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like if we saw a celebrity we'd be like, Ah skin, look at you That's the thing, I think I'd be like, Oh my god, what a scream like it's you But I wouldn't be born and crying like some people do. I don't get in concerts. Have you ever seen concert footage and someone's in the audience and yeah. they're always bald and crying. crying? I'm like, God, you need to calm down. <laughs> Lindsay's the, uh, like my sister Lindsay is such like a cult prefer. She'd be born at concerts and I'm like, What's wrong? I suppose like is it's, this chaotic? It's like a symbolism, you know what I mean? Like, different artists mean different things to different... Like, I remember... Did I speak about me bawling crying at the Macklemore concert? Oh, yeah. I went to Macklemore in Dublin, and I remember, like, I wasn't out, but I remember he sang Same Love, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but that's That affected stunning. me a lot. Yeah, but that... You cried because, like, I would still cry at artists. Yeah. I'm not crying at, at their... Pre- it's different. At their presence. Like, do you know what I mean? I get like, you. I get like, you. Obviously, I, I'm not, I'm not like, saying I have this huge ego that I'm like, <laughs> oh, Billie Eilish was in the room, I wouldn't tell her she's amazing, because she yeah. is, but I just would... I'm not, like... I don't think I'd be like... <gasps> like, do people have panic attacks and faint and stuff when they see celebrities? I just never understood that. I want to say I'd be pretty calm and collected as well, but... 
I suppose you don't know till you're in the room. Yeah, I with suppose. With the person. I sound like a dickhead, do I? No, I think it's a fair point. You're right. It's probably healthy not to put them on the pedestal. Like, I just think that's a, like you can be a fan of someone. Yeah. But I just think never put them above you. Like. Yeah. Because you're, why would why are you less than that person? You know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, and I think that's actually. Um, a good way to approach dating as well one mm. thing that I used to think sometimes is if I was chatting to a fellow I would say on an app and I'd go oh he's way too handsome for oh. me it is chaotic you know what yeah. I mean because well you'll and then say now if you end up going into a relationship with that person or if like things go a bit further you'll always have that mindset that you're less or that you're inferior just because they're what better looking or whatever yeah and also like they could be better looking in your eyes but obviously that's because you're attracted to them but then exactly. someone might look at you as a couple and be like oh no I actually think Kevin's better looking you know what oh, I mean oh I love that for me <laughs> I love that for you babe <laughs> No, but like, because I used right. to do that as well. I mm-hmm. used to be like, oh my God. I did, when I was single, be like, I could never go out with him or kiss him because he's too good. Do you know yeah. too good looking? Yeah, too good looking. And you're like, oh no, I don't think I'd even like that. Do you remember that fella um, in uh, Dollar when he needed the cap and he was really handsome? And I, we he came in the Dollarlands and I was literally like, oh my God, PJ. Yeah. And PJ's like, oh my God, he's so fucking hot. And we were like, he's the hottest guy in there, right? And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to shoot my shot. She shot her shot, babes. And next thing you know, who's shifting him in the corner of Dollar? Who's sucking him off in the bathroom? <laughs> I wasn't! It's Kevin! No, I wasn't, for the record. <laughs> no, that's not fair, I wasn't. No, I know you weren't. And I say if I was as well. No, I wouldn't on the podcast because my mum listens. But like, also I wasn't. Yeah. But anyway, The more you deny it, the more people think you are. <laughs> he wasn't though, but like... But yeah, just shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot your shot. You're the hottest in the room. Exactly. Um, like, just don't... Basically, the moral of the story is don't put people on pedestals. I think you're right. And thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> Good night. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Stay safe. <laughs> okay, so moving on to two girlies who we actually do put on pedestals. <laughs> we absolutely stand and we are part of their fandoms. It's time for Man Knows Best. We need a jingle. We need a jingle. I think we need to stop going on about the jingle until we, we get one. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just gets a bit... They'll be like, oh, they're going on about needing the jingle again. And they don't have it. You know what I mean? Let's just insert the jingle when it happens. And then they're going to be shook. And then they'll be shaking. Okay, so what's your mum say? Will I do my mum first? Yeah. Okay, fab. One second. Let me go into the WhatsApp. I love that we listen to our mammies now. Yeah. So hi, everyone. Um, hi, my question this week is, any advice for making your parents okay with taking a gap year after leaving cert? Oh. Okay, uh, personally... Uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, gives you a chance maybe to mature, try different things. Um, so I suppose whatever your reasons for it, you know, whether it's to travel for the year or try a few different jobs, you know, in any of the areas that you're interested in, or maybe even volu- volunteering uh, Ooh, something that you're passionate what? about. Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea, I would think. Uh, but whatever the reasons, I think you need to have a plan A and maybe a plan B mm-hmm. and oh. show it to them and talk to them about it. So essentially, really, they just uh, want to understand that you're not going to stay in bed for the year or mope <laughs> about, you know, but about. certainly I, I think um, <laughs> it's a good idea, you know, for maturing and finding out different things about what you want to be doing with the rest of your life. So. I'm sure they'll be on board with it. Just explain to them, you know, that you want to do A, B or C and uh, I'd say it'll work out fine. Okay, good luck. Oh, I love your man. She's so right though. Mm -hmm. 
when you're going to them, make sure you have a plan and be like, okay, I'm taking a gap year because I want to do this. Yeah. I understand the person's apprehension. I think it's such a fucking great idea, but you don't, especially from an Irish student's mindset, you don't actually, it never gets pitched to you that idea. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I think if more people need to take it, because then it would save them so much time later. Yeah. Being like, oh no, I don't like my course, or I don't think, I think I rushed into this too quickly. Exactly. And like, you're spending the year preparing for like, the leaving cert which like takes up so much time and takes up so much of your headspace so you don't really have time to be doing much else thinking I think leaving cert students as well deserve that break Mm -hmm. afterwards and like just to discover themselves a bit more and get more life experience yeah so I think girly do your gap year bits yeah and your parents will be alright with it as long as you have a plan even if your plan is to go I'm just going to look at different things that I like doing to see what I want to do with the rest exactly. of my life. Exactly. Or I'm going to go work and save money for a year and stuff. It's still like all of life is like journey and worthwhile. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you're going to Magaluf to become a shot girl for the year, <laughs> maybe tell them you're doing like English lessons or something. Something like that. Tell them you're doing TEFL or something. No shade to the shot girl. You sure yeah. Kevin was one. Oh but... my God. Power to the shot girlies. Where my shot girlies at? But yeah, PJ's right. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. the curbs, you're up, girly. I'm fairly sure my 14-year-old brother is gay. Oh. He has hinted it, but nothing definite. Should I approach him? Well, dear listener, you are lucky that he has hinted a bit, so I think you should discuss this with him and approach this with compassion and understanding and reassure him you are there for him and help him to understand his feelings are normal and important for him for his future happiness and mental health it is accepted much more nowadays and encourage him to go forward and nurture his inner child best of luck he is ready he is ready I love he is ready I love that because like my mum obviously struggled when I was coming out like yeah. she said it to me before like she never let me think it but like mm-hmm. when I came out to her she was like okay that's fine but then she told me later on like for the year she was kind of like struggling to come to terms with okay. me being gay because it was such a surprise yeah um, so the fact that she can now advise like someone who's going through the same thing really yeah it's just so beautiful to me it's a full circle moment right yeah, now completely you know it is lovely and her voice was lovely I was getting a bit touched by it so I love you ma'am yeah. you've been an icon she's and been nice. I do think she's right like if if he's hinting to it it's kind of tricky sometimes because like you don't want to force out of someone mm-hmm. either but if he's hinting to it he could be like asking you to ask him because yeah. I know for me anyway it was a fear for ages that someone would say that I'm gay, but I wanted my friends to kind of ask me was I gay. I think it's easier actually responding to a question as opposed to because it is such an effort to actually say mm-hmm. I'm gay and sit someone down and picking a time to say it. Sometimes it could be easier when it's actually asked of you. And maybe you don't even have to be as explicit as that. You could just like, like Nuna said, just like be there for him, nurture him and like just encourage him to be himself so it could be something like along the lines of you do know like I'm your sister and I love you and you can tell me anything if anything's ever bothering you like just just know that I'll be there for you 100% yeah. and I think that just as long as he knows that there's like an open communication between the two of you mm-hmm. I think that's even um, sufficient you know what I mean yeah or else just play um, Lady Gaga's new album and then when he starts <laughs> dancing just go babe I know you know what I mean that could be the quicker route 
if you don't want to do all the talking. <laughs> oh, well so done, man. Yeah, well done, you landed. Now, Phil. I'm going to have to have a word with you about leaving the telly on when you're doing the voice notes because... We don't want to hear the, the news in the background when you're giving advice on coming out. You know what I mean? I kind of liked it. It had some character. Like, kinda, <laughs> atmospheric. Like, atmospheric and I get to visualise, like, Nula in her natural habitat. I love it. We're going to have to get Phil and Nules on for an app. For a whole app. My thinking is, do we have them doing an episode each? Oh. Or do we do the Mammies episode where they're both on at the same time? I don't know. Like, I do love, because obviously, Kevin's mum and my mum didn't know each other before. Yeah. We knew each other. Yeah, and now they'd be calling each other. And now they'd be ringing each other on everything. Which is so lovely. But I think they might find it easier to do it together. Yeah. Because they might feel a bit overwhelmed if they're on just like own. on themselves. I don't, yeah, we'll see. see. But as well, I want it to be like on a special ep. Like we can't yeah. just be like episode 42. Like 42. It'll, it'll definitely need to be like... Uh, ep 50. Is that what you're hinting at? Maybe. Maybe a 50. So that was it, girlies. Yeah. Fandoms. Fandoms. And can we just say that we appreciate our fandom. Yeah. All the support, which is constant and... Overwhelming. Overwhelming. It's so lovely. And thank you so much. Like, as in, there are some days when I just have to stop and be like, what's happening? Yeah. Because people are just the nicest people ever and the most supportive people ever. Yeah. Like, it's mad. Like, and the fact that people still take time out of their day to even message us. Like, so just thank yeah. you so much. And for everyone, every time you share anything, mm-hmm. or every time you just even talk to someone about our podcast, like, we, we are truly grateful. Like, one of the things that I love most with the podcast is the idea that someone could be having kind of a shit day and might listen to us and just mm-hmm. be having a laugh and forget about their shit day and actually be like, actually, you know what? Yeah. It's all good. Exactly. Because it is all good. You know what I mean? It is, girlies. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be dry. But at least I'm alive. Words to fucking live by. <laughs> I'd rather be dry. We need to shoot a music face. To that song. To that song. But we're kind of limited with we're going to set up. I know. We'll have to order a week as well. Oh, fuck. We better get on it. Girlies. Fuck. It's, it's a, a sandbag. <laughs> you need to look it up, girls. Guys, just look up Sophie Anderson, the cock destroyer, saying fuck, fuck it's, it's a, a Sunday. Sunday. I think it's the funniest clip ever. We're doing this thing now when we're like around the house. If Kevin's like, oh fuck, I just go, it's, it's a, a Sunday. Sunday. Like I'd be upstairs and he'd drop something in the kitchen and go, oh fuck, and then I'll go, it's a Sunday. But you say, oh fuck, as well. I'm not the only one cursing. Uh, you do have a potty mouth though. Anyway, girlies. Anyway, girlies. It's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed a... that. Me too. Not to say I haven't enjoyed previous ones, but I've. I'm just kind of in a. I'm in a good mood at the moment, which is good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? Tomorrow I could be dragged down the ditch. But anyway, thanks so much for listening, girlies. Bye, girlies. Have a good day. Have a bye. good day, girlies. Bye. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye, bye girlies. Bye, or bye. mammies. Poll oh, results to follow. We'll see. Take care. Bye. 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 